Welcome to As We Understand Him, a weekly coffee chat exploring a deeper relationship with God as we understand Him. You can download As We Understand Him weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at As We Understand Him Podcast. For additional information, to hear episodes, and to access resources and writings, please visit our website, asweunderstandhim.coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys trying to figure out the God thing, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Glenn H., what is happening? Oh, man, I thought this was anonymous. You just blew it with my uh, first letter of my last name. Well, I know that, but, um, you know, it actually, it was just a reference to your handsomeity. <laughs> Yeah, it's totally. handsome. What's up, brother? How you that doing, should, man? That should be like your stage I'm name. I'm so excited for Ladies today, man. Please welcome Glenn Handsome. I am so excited for today. It's not even funny. Yeah, we got a table for three today, man. <clears throat> I know. I love table for threes. Yeah. We're right in the middle of this series. Um, just rocking this this rooted series. Changed my life. I mean, without a doubt, it was one. I mean, if you look at the, you know, five things in my life that changed my life, rooted is absolutely you know, one of them. I agree, um, especially you? yeah. When we came to when we came to this week, and and I didn't know it going in that the stronghold week would have such an impact on me, but um, it changed my life too. But you know, the the thing is, is that I don't know that we're going to be able to recapture it in these ten weeks of as we understand them. Coffee. I don't know if we're going to recapture. Uh, but but my hope is that maybe somebody grabs the book, grabs a group. Um, you know, there's a link to to the book in our resource room. I hope they grab the book, maybe grab together a couple of guys and do the program, and do it the right way, man. You or know, if they, you want some thoughts on how to do that, reach out to us, man. Right, we'll right. coach. Maybe, maybe we'll do a Zoom. Whatever, man. We'll we'll find a way to dig in. Yeah, absolutely, positively. Living, yeah. Absolutely. So, anyway, we got Andy in the in the coffee shop. What's, Andy, what's, what's up, going Andy? On, brother? Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, man? Um, so, yeah. I well, think, let me tell you. Yeah. Okay. You know, so, so, you know, we've, you know, I've been through Root a couple times, several times in different formats, different facets. Um, you know, I shared back in episode one, kind of how I, you know, landed there and what I was thinking, and you know, couples rooted high high level. <clears throat> so Andy comes out of the couples rooted group. I it was the first time I met Andy, and that's that, Andy. I was like four and a half years ago. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so so I go and it's couples, right? And and everybody's being like church people, right? They're all behaving. And Jen Jen <laughs> coached me ahead of time. She's like, hey, they want like eighty thousand foot Glen. They don't want ground level Glen. So I behaved, and I'm like, oh, we got a golf game and. And, and, and so I met Andy and his wife and met some other couples. And during week one, we talked about sitting there and judging all these people. And I look at Andy, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm not sure if this guy really wants to be here, but he's here and he seems cool, right? <clears throat> so we went through Rooted together, and, and, and he's, he's going to share his uh, story of week five. One of the most impactful experiences that I've been through. Um, so I'm really glad he's doing it. But, but after that, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I shared that I went to our pastor. I'm like, hey, I, I'm still thirsty. I was looking for guys and men I could be grow spiritually with. So I went to my pastor. I'm like, hey, does it make sense to, you know, go through it again? He's like, absolutely, right? So so the first one, my my security blanket was Andy. I went to Andy. I'm like, hey, man, I, I want to do this group of guys, you know, would would you consider it? And he said yes. Hmm. <clears throat> so that was kind of, and, and Mikey brought out um, a rhino, 
a, a carved right, up a right, carved right. up rhino, and that's, that's from a good friend of mine. Yeah, our 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 rhino name came out of our root. I mean, it's blah blah, right? But so I met I met Andy and the couples, and and man, what a what a privilege it is to have you in here. Um, a just to you know continue to walk the journey with you. Uh, but I know we're going to talk about week five. Yeah, strongholds. It's not all. Um, there is an enemy. Unicorns and rainbows. Right. right. So, so week five is uh, there is an enemy, and I got a bunch of notes, and so you know here here's my premise on the whole thing, and then I'll shut up because Indy's really a star here. Uh, um, no star. No, no, ain't no, no star. No, no, ain't no, no star. No. Um, you know, look, if I believe in the God of the Bible, right? I mean, that's just as I understand Him today. This is this is what I believe, and if you if you read the Bible. You know, if I believe in the God of the Bible, then the Bible talks about the enemy. You know, mm-hmm. it, it not just sometimes, but talks a lot about the enemy, you know. And so, and Glenn, I love the way you put this. I don't pick and choose the words of the Bible that I decide that I'm going to believe in or not. I believe the whole thing 100% because, because if I start, as you say, you know, if I start picking and choosing what to believe, then how much of the truth am I going to dilute into my reality? And I can't have that. So I'm just buying in. I'm buying in. And so, you know, there is an enemy. I'm, I'm sold out on the fact there is an enemy and uh, that works in my life. I mean, you, you no doubt come and walk in the same path with me, Andy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I first opened this chapter and saw that title, you know, it, it didn't hit me because all the time that I was in my sin, I didn't believe in the devil, mm-hmm. you know, but as soon as I saw that the enemy is real, that is so true. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the devil is real. The devil, if, if you don't believe in the devil, then he's already winning. Then you're really close to him. Right. You guys you, are hanging out. Right. And he doesn't want you if you're stuck in your sin. He already has you. Mm-hmm. So he's going to go after the people that that are pursuing Jesus, pursuing God, those are the people that he hasn't won over yet. Those mm-hmm. are the people that that aren't in his grasp, the people that are running away from him. So he's going to reach as far as he can and try and pull you back into him. Mm-hmm. But if you're already, in, if you're already in, indulged in sin, I mean, I picture him, okay, like he's punching with right, with right arm trying to go after the... The un the unharmed you know Christian right right but he's he's got his left hand he's keeping you underwater yeah he he, he continues every time you come up for a little air yeah okay whatever right. boom he's putting you back down underwater right, right. it's like he's it's on like your shoulder you that know? flush thing you talked about with the toilet you know? oh absolutely just, well yeah that my flushing story was was <laughs> not with Satan it was well well, well maybe it was but it was you know Jesus pulling my head out of the the toilet again and. You know, the alcoholic toilet, and he's like, "Hey, man, are you ready yet?" And I'm like, oh, "Man, I'm almost there. Hang on." And they're like, "Shove my head." Okay, I'll, I'll give you more pain. Boom. Right. But the, the the one thing I I just jotted down a note is when you talk about the enemy, um, you know, it's really pulling. The more that you seek a relationship with God, the more you feel the pulling. Right. You know. Um, you know, back. And if you're not feeling the pulling back, mm-hmm. 
you got i mean it kind of tells you where you're at right. you know right so yeah if you're not feel if you're not feeling that something am i right something's wrong if you're not feeling the pull yeah yeah right. yeah i think so 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 you look down at that page and you thought oh boy here we go here we go here i we mean go. this is something that i never confronted right ever before you know i was <clears throat> I never really fully pictured it as being a problem. And so. Yeah. So let me, can, can I tee it up? Yeah, sure. So, so we're in, you know, rooted and week five comes up and it talks about strongholds, right? Um, You know, the way I look at that week, it was digging in the dirt, right? It was time to get real. And, and we separated the guys from the girls, right, and, and, and kind of, you know, separated. And, and a couple things with week five is we, we talked about, you know, confidentiality. You know, so, you know, Andy, me, and, and three other guys, I mean, we, we knew that what was said was going to stay, right? Um, you know, and, and, you know, going through AA, you know, I'm like, okay, now we're going to talk about character defects. It's almost like a step four or five type thing mm-hmm. from, from an AA you know, mm-hmm. comparison, <clears throat> you know, um, you know, and, and, and the way I looked at the strongholds and the enemy, it, it was, you know, not just like a defect, like, uh, you know, I cut people off in traffic. I mean, I, I looked at strongholds as being something that was very crippling. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, you know, so we, we go and we get to our little section and our five, six guys. Right. And, um, and there's this guy, in our group and he was like 80,000 foot level yeah. and and he oh, started yeah. out he goes oh I'd like to go and he he said hey I you know I struggle with my boss at work and sometimes I don't do exactly what he says to do and and I probably should and and oh I just think you know that that in my mind I just want to do what I want to do and I don't want to you know listen and I probably should listen more and he's going on and on and on 100,000 foot right yeah. And I'm sitting next to Andy. <laughs> and I'm feeling the heat. I'm, I mean, just I'm feeling the, um, you know, I'm reading Andy's body language. Mm-hmm. And there is something going on. Oh, my legs were shaking. Right? I mean, he, <laughs> there was something going on. And all I'm doing is watching the other guy's mouth talk about how his attitude with his boss might, might be able to be refined a little bit and might be able to be improved. Mm-hmm. And and our and our uh, facilitator Jeff was doing nothing, like he was like clueless what was going on. And finally, I jumped in. You threw a flag on the field. Oh, I threw a flag <laughs> on the field, and I'm like, I'm like, I just jumped in, I'm like, dude, look, uh, yeah, that's something, man. I agree, you should tackle that. I said, but you know, I said maybe that's more of a character defect. I said the way I look at strongholds is something that just got you gripped by the balls, man, and just crushing your life and just. You know, just ruining you. And I said, I've I've been there and and, mm-hmm. and done that. And you know, I said, I'll, I'll share my my story. I think you guys already know some of it. And and I'm I'm like, you know, and then I just kind of shut up. And and Andy sitting next to me opened up. So I'll bounce it to you and and kind of let you take your your week five story from there. Yeah, I that 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 day was just it was so freeing that i didn't realize how it was gonna go but i was i'm always socially anxious and so when i'm talking i get nervous and 
especially about this subject. You know, I, I was I was shaking sitting there next to you, and and I know you could feel it. I know everybody could feel the the tension coming from me. Was, was that grind going you all week up to this, or oh, that, that day up to this? Because you, you knew what was coming. Right. It was like a countdown. You know, up until that point. Wow. And um, then I opened up, and I didn't shut up. <laughs> I was like, all right, I, I guess we're doing this, you know. And it's the first time outside of the sanctity of my marriage that I talked with other people about about my issue. And so um, I've struggled, not anymore, <laughs> but I, I struggled since probably around the time I was 10 or 11 with uh, pornography and, and lust. And it was at an early age, you know, I was at friends' houses and, and their parents weren't home. And we would have, or like, like somebody would find a video in somebody's closet and be like, hey, let's, let's watch this, you know, and nobody's home. So I think nothing of it. Mm -hmm. And and, um, you know, one, one of the kids, his parents had a subscription to a magazine that was always on the kitchen table. Well, naturally, you know, and, <laughs> and so, and, and like, and there was actually one part, one point where, um, one of the, one of the kids lived in a tri-level house. And so the, the TV was down in the den and the kitchen was viewable mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and the guy and the, the dad is sitting there eating cereal and we have one of these movies on and he's just sitting there watching us watch this movie. And it was like he wasn't condoning it, but mm. he wasn't condemning it. In 20, 2023, I think I think that's a chargeable offense. Right. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. And it, it was like I think he made a comment like, well, maybe you guys shouldn't be watching that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> not not. Hey, hey. No, shut that off. You right, know, no. You know, maybe, you know, you're going to yeah. have to go home, Andy. Right. You know? <laughs> but no, it was, uh, well, maybe you shouldn't be watching that. So at an early age, I got these feelings of, well, maybe this is okay. You know? And then my, my uh, oldest brother, when I was 14, you know, he, for my birthday, he took me out. He thought he was going to give me, like, a driving lesson and, and have some beer and he gives me a brown paper bag with magazines in it. And mm. it was like a rite of passage. So yeah, right. all these years growing up, it was almost like it was an accepted thing, mm -hmm. you know? So you grow these habits and you, you start to feel like this is okay. You know? It's so at a, the time, did you think it was wrong? I knew it was wrong. It was right. it, seeing what I was seeing, and I had no idea, you know, what was going on. That, you know, I was ashamed of looking at it. So I mean, it was it was it was hidden, you know, and and I didn't talk about it unless I was within the confines of right, people that right. you know, my friends and stuff right. like that, you know. But it was it was accepted. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I didn't think anything of it. And at that point, my addictive nature just kicked in and, and it didn't really matter. I didn't have relationships growing up. You know, I didn't really have girlfriends. I was a heavy kid and, and didn't have what my other friends had. So mm -hmm. 
you know, I went to this. You had that, yeah. You know, right. the amazing thing, you said it, was, it wasn't talked about, you know, and and you're right, except for, like, at your friend's home. And I had a friend like that, too, where, you know, the magazines were around the house, you know, mm-hmm. just open, out in the open. I'm like, what? Yeah. But they were just weird. They had, like, sugar cookies and stuff and brand-name <laughs> cereals. So they were weird to me anyway. But But the thing is, is that... You know, like at my 16th birthday, you know, it was fun for my uncles to give me some alcohol. And everybody laughed about how buzzed I got off their alcohol, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, and as you grow up and the weddings are all about the drink. It's like it's acceptable to have that problem. It's socially acceptable. Oh, there goes Mike. He's, you know, uh, we got him drunk again. You know, we overserved him. Ha, 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 you know. But but it's not not talked about. It's not funny. It's it's hidden. It's It's a hidden thing where... Alcoholism, though, has the same tendencies, those addictive tendencies. That's true. You're in a whole different realm because this is the unspoken one. Right. You don't, you don't, right. You don't talk about this one, right? You know, I just think of all the, um, for me, the, the shame, the guilt, remorse, um, <clears throat> you know, and, and it's almost like, you know, WTF is wrong with me, mm-hmm. right? When you mm-hmm. just keep going back and going back, and you know it's wrong, but yet you keep doing it, right? I mean, that had to have weighed on you for a long period of time. Uh, it, it it did, you know, because the problem is that it didn't really affect my relationships because I didn't have relationships. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there was nobody there saying that this is the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know, right? I I was ashamed of it because it was it was a taboo thing to mm-hmm. to to look, you know. But um, I really didn't feel like I was hurting anybody, right? You know, until I brought it into our marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, I got married after college, and I brought that addiction with me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there were there were little things, you know. Sometimes she'd catch me looking at something, and and we'd have an argument, and and then I didn't. It, it would go away for a while, you know. I would I would curb it for a while. Like what's a while? Weeks, months, years? Um, at least weeks. Weeks, at least okay. weeks. Yeah, but I mean, it was so ingrained at this point. It was. It was rooted. <laughs> it was rooted in me. Wow. Good use of the word. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, stronghold. Yeah, it, it was definitely a stronghold. The devil had his grasp on me, and and it was so hard to let it go, and so I kept going back to it. So how did it feel in the moment? How did in, in rooted week five, I mean, I, I, I felt you, you felt you, and, and you started to, to release it, right? Um, how did you feel in the moment? How was it received? Yeah. And how did you feel afterwards? Well, see, I came into Rooted, a little background. Um, there was a point where in my, in our marriage where I was letting this get to me to the point where I saw somebody else that that I reached out to and I didn't know what I wanted. My brain was, was scrambled and, and I thought my marriage was one way and it wasn't. And so I, I, I pursued someone else outside my marriage and nothing ever happened, you know, but, uh, 
it was found out and so it was a big blow up and and um at that point this rooted the couple's rooted started after that that was part of like a conditional thing mm-hmm. in, in in the recovery so it was suggested to you to come the rooted yeah 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 and but it was supposed to it was supposed to help us grow together and bond mm-hmm. together and try and repair what i had screwed up mm-hmm. and so at that point i knew that i was going to be addressing something but i didn't know i was going to be addressing this like full on at a church that i attend right, right, right so you didn't know week five was coming i didn't know week five yeah. was coming and until uh, we got to week five you know mm. shortly before week five and so once we got into it and i started talking i i don't think i had control of what i was saying i was just it was Man, just all that. coming out i love mm-hmm. that you know and then when i was done it was like crickets for a minute there you know because i don't think people really realized one what was going on in me mm-hmm. but two hey you know i got problems of my own right Real. so we went back around the circle again mm-hmm and they're like, well, as long as that. as long as Andy was talking about such right, and such, right. uh, maybe we should go a little deeper here, you know. So God, it, I just got chills, man. I I remember that, and 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 just the impact that that had. Yeah, and it was it was so freeing to me, but I think it was freeing to other people to be able to open up and say, okay, well, yeah, no, I actually have some other deeper issues that that need to come out you know right, right. you know and, you, and i love the way you use the word freeing for me the the connection or the similarities in the rooms of aa right i mean the first time i said the sentence i'm an alcoholic out loud to somebody else and i'm saying it to like other alcoholics you know right so like none of them were I, I looked around after i said it none of them were shocked none of them left none of them judged me but now since that day I've had to confess that to other people. Look, I don't, you, come on, shots. It's time right. for shots, boys. You know, no, I, I don't do that. I, I don't drink. I'm an alcoholic. Right. Oh, you know, it's, it's freeing. Yeah. It's freeing. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so a couple things. Number one, um, you know, in the moment, you know, as I look back and, and, and think and, 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 and shared that experience with you, and, and it was so impactful. I mean, you had to have faith and trust, right, to open your mouth, yeah, right, to to give this a shot, right, right, to to flush, and and it takes so many guts to do, but if you have the faith and you have the trust, and I think there was powers working beyond that, oh, that, absolutely, that evening, um, absolutely, but there is so much value, you know, in in. AA, <clears throat> so much value in steps four and five, right? Get it out, you know, acknowledging and owning it and getting it out, right? Um, so, so after that, right? After week five, right? Going to week six, from then on, your life's perfect, right? I mean, all, all, <laughs> I mean, all, all this is figured uh, out, and it's all no, strongholds no, are gone no, and no, no, washed man. away, and the lightning bolt hit, and, and everything's perfect, right? No, see, at, at one point, I had tried. Uh, celebrate recovery mm-hmm. and and that I'm sure that works for some people mm-hmm. it just it wasn't for me I wasn't finding a connection with it even though they they you know established that there's a higher power you know right. but 
I just wasn't making a connection with that. And then uh, I I found uh, SA, Sexaholics Anonymous, and I did that for a while. Um, but I could still see that there was tension in my marriage and and my wife had tried to do the S-Anon, like an L-Anon mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. thing. And it was just feeding anger because they were just bitter talking about mm-hmm. their feelings and it was just making things worse. Mm-hmm. So I tried to, uh, I, I stepped away from SA once I found this group of guys that I'm with, mm-hmm. you know, these rhinos. And, and that has been the deepest connection, the deepest bond. And it, it's what holds me together. Mm-hmm. And it's not that there can't be a slip up, you know, mm-hmm. things, things are going to happen, you know, but my trajectory, my focus is, is with you guys and with, with my wife and try and grow and learn about God more and fill my space, fill my time with God. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have idle time to think about things like that, you know? So I, I definitely try and and curb it with the right things, the right path, the narrow road, and and it's working. It's definitely working. So so Andy, in some ways, um, your situation is unique, and in some ways, it's not. Right. Um, Thinking back, because I had a neighbor with a fort in the back, and he had one of those magazines in a plastic bag. Um, I mean, it just wasn't, you know, and you go to the 7-Eleven, and you see him behind the counter, right? Right. But it just, I mean, if you think today, and the smartphones, and what is available yeah. in a second's notice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and there's another guy in in our group of 19 that I mean his life is being crushed today by porn um, I mean it is as I think of how I used to drink all day yeah I mean it's even he, worse because it's more so much more readily he available. porns all day right right, right. yeah <clears throat> and when, when I drank a bottle a day there were other external signs yeah right 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 um, and 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 so <clears throat> it is not a unique situation. There are many people that are struggling w- with this, and and I've talked to people that, that don't have an issue and they don't understand it, right? Just like my wife looks at me, she goes, you should drink one of those big bottles a day. I'm like, yeah. I mean, right. she, can't, she can't even get her head around it. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, but what's unique, and I think very valuable in, in week five and, and part of your story, Andy, is that you stood up. And you owned it, yeah. and you shared it, and you know, a problem shared is a problem halved. You know, especially when you share it with with God, right? You know, and it doesn't mean life's going to be perfect, right? Just better, right? I mean, it says in the Bible, confess mm-hmm. and then repent. You know, right? So you you have to speak up. You have to make it known, even if if it's just between you and God. You have to make it known that you realize that there's a problem and right. you need to to stop it and you need help right. and you need God. So I will say this, um, Andy, I've known you four and a half years yeah. and I've, I know you at a ground level and I know probably 20 other, 
you know, spiritual guys at ground levels. Um, and I'm telling you, I, when, when I go through challenges and when, when I get cranky, you know, you are a model for me because you know what? So many times I see guys that screw up, right? And, and, and guys that absolutely 20 years of lying. Yeah. Yeah. With their drinking or their problem, their strongholds, <laughs> and and they want their spouse to get over it in three months. No, twenty years of lying, and you have, without a doubt, humbly, you continue to serve, you continue to be committed, you continue to love and be humble, and say, man, I will do whatever it takes, and and I'm telling you, that is a superpower that is rare and I've always admired that you know it doesn't matter man I will keep digging the dirt I will keep working at this I will stay committed because it's easy you know when, when when you blow something up it's easy just to walk away right you know and and man I'll tell you what I admire that I value I get so much out of that for me um, you know the the stick to itiveness. And, you know, it's like, you know, God with me, man. It doesn't matter what I do. God sticks by me. Yeah. You know, I, so. I don't look at it like it's a commitment that I made, so I'm just sticking to it. It's, it's who you are. It's a commitment that I want. Right. Mm-hmm. It's who you are. Right. Yeah. That's what I noticed. I love my wife, and I never wanted to hurt her, you know, but it was, it was 30 years of, mm-hmm. of this filth, you know, yeah. and so... I have to weed through that, and, and and I'm willing to do that because this is where I want to be, and I want I want to walk with her towards God in the solution. In the solution, I love that man, Andy. And I and I, I love I love what you brought up. And my big takeaway from this morning is, and and I see it how it played out in my life. But just get up and go a different direction. Fill that void. Don't yeah. don't sit around and wallow in it. Right. Right. Go do something else. Do something. Right. Do an activity. Don't let yourself go back in there. I, you know, for me, it's going to an AA meeting, right? Yeah, right. I mean, believe it or not, they don't serve alcohol at AA meetings, right? So <laughs> most of them. So that's an hour that's of safety. Hours. That's right. That's an hour of safety for me. Sixty minutes of safety, but 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 my other alternative is to stay home, let that play out in my mind before I'm obsessing right. compulsing about having a drink. You know, I'm 60 right. minutes, and now I feel better, and I've got a new platform to walk further. I love that. Don't be idle. Uh, I, right. Idle has never worked out well for me. No. Put your big boy pants on. That's right. And Dude, and, I love, and, and dig I love that. Yeah. dig into the Bible. You that's know? right. That's what, you know, right? That's, that's something that should fill your time yeah. and, and every day, all day long, yeah. you know. And it's hard to say because, you know, sometimes it's hard to read. It's hard to accept. Sure what it's telling you yeah right the bible's like a mirror you know you're looking at the mirror and saying hey jesus was perfect you're not right yeah but if if you're committed to it yeah it's less harsh right if if you're running from it then it tends to be more guilt-driven and 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 harsh If, if you're really striving for a spiritual life and a relationship with jesus it's more of a nudge, yeah, than a sledgehammer, right? Now, that's that's kind of how I feel. So yeah, no, I, I love it. And there's this <clears> week uh, five, man. I know it's good stuff. There's Andy, this, thanks for coming yeah, in, man. So I, I'll you tell you what, it takes me. guts to to uh, stand up, and um, 
I think it's a. I think it's an issue we need to unpack more. So I hope to have you back sometime. Sure, absolutely. Love yeah. it. Love Thanks. it, man. Thanks, brother. Right. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at asweunderstandhim.coffee. If sobriety is your desire and you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255 or dial 988. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their personal experiences about their spiritual journey and their path to sobriety. Therefore, any medical, spiritual, or perceived suggestions are their own opinions and should not be considered professional advice. See you next week.